time for Dear Talking Puffy. This is a very brief missive, which oh. we've gotten from uh, normally, Kurt. Kurt. N- normally our writers are quite verbose. They it's are just... quite verbose, but this, uh, this one says... Because they think they're funnier than we are, which all, is usually true. All yeah. it needs to say. Uh, this is from Bevan, um, who says, I quite like the theme music for your show. And it got me thinking, you need a theme biblical verse. Oh, <laughs> well, that is just a logical... <laughs> of course, that, yes. And because, Toby, I thought because you are a practising Catholic, yes. you will get it right eventually. And it is Lent currently. It is ah, Lent, so you so... shouldn't be having any champagne at all. Yeah, You're allowed, you're allowed. It's just the, it's just the ham. Oh, the Toby, issue. I thought you'd given up tediousness for Lent. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, he's right. keeping it up. <laughs> Maintaining uh, that. He says he's found the perfect one. It's Romans. Yeah. 129. I love that it's from Romans. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's hot. It's, it's kind from of Roman sandals. Yeah. 129. Mm, from yeah. Succucoculus. <laughs> <laughs> they have become filled with every kind of wickedness. Oh. Evil, <laughs> greed, and depravity. <laughs> they are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips. Oh, that's fantastic. And then, Bevan. And then he goes on to say, I'm not sure about the murder thing, but I think the rest applies. Yours yeah. in sin. <laughs> <laughs> Yours in sin, Bevan. Thank you, Bevan. Has he provided the reference for that? Uh, he just says Romans 129. Do you know what? This is a bit weird. I don't know if this Love is actually it. interesting or not, but... Um, it is Lent at the moment. It is. Right, so... Um, so you've, if, if you've given up the Pope. No. <laughs> yes. What I'm doing, right, if you're not Christian or Catholic, the thing for Lent is you meant to do something during Lent. You're right? supposed to give so something up. You're meant to do up, something, you're meant to stop doing something. Well, just do something. Give something up or, or do something. So what I'm doing is I'm reading a bit of the Bible every day just to remind oh, myself yeah. of just, Some you know. beautiful poetry. The King James Version of that Bible is Yeah, the, the old written. versions of the Bible are impenetrable, but beautiful yeah. poetry. Impossible mm. to read and understand and appreciate, yeah. you know, when you're reading 20 minutes in the morning. But I was reading, I've been reading some of St. Paul's letters Right? Oh, wow. Because in, in the New Testament, St. Paul's write, writes all these letters to the Corinthians, the yeah. Thessalonians, whatever. Yes. Um, and you usually hear them quoted just in like tiny little verses, right? But I've been reading like a letter at a time because it's like five pages, whatever. Yeah, right. you know, it's not that he much. Was, he was verbose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's he... like listening to a fag hag's phone call. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Would he have been like on Facebook all the time? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh my God. St. Paul's written another fucking letter oh, to the Corinthians. I was God. reading St. Paul's letter to the Philippians yesterday, yeah. right? And St. Paul wrote it from prison and he was writing to the Philippians just going, oh my God, I'm so, basi- I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> we should release the Talking Puffy Bible. The yeah. Bible. <laughs> and he's basically saying to the Philippians, I'm in prison right now, but I just want to thank you for your help before I was thrown into prison. And while I'm in prison, could you send me a few more... You know, like, you're not paraphrasing enough. Ugh, so oh anyway, my god, yeah. I am so bored. There was nothing I'm to do at, in prison. I'm what in DMs right now. Oh <laughs> what? What? How what? good was it like six months ago when I was preaching with you guys? Do you remember hey. that? Oh do you remember? Oh my god, that was amazing. What was he asking them to send him? Oh, just like books, a cake right. with a file in it. Yeah, <laughs> books and like and. There was something. There was some particular Philippian. I can't remember the name, but it was just like when you know. I don't know. Let's pick a name. 
Greg. Yep. When Greg came here and provided much sucker to my spiritual. Oh, oh. oh. Greg provided so much sucker. Oh my <laughs> god. I was so, empty for a week. So the moral of the story is that St. Paul is not a prophet. St. Paul is just a gassy fag hag <laughs> that won't shut up and just writes extensive Facebook or like or wow. Tumblr. You know what I mean? People who like oh, tumble. Yeah. So do you reckon, like, gifts you know, about how lonely they are? Like reckon, Frank Ocean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you reckon, like, in, you know, religions of the future, like, we've had the, you know, St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians. Mm. Are we going to have, like, you know, St. Adam's tweets to, you know, <laughs> his followers? And uh, Adam's tweet to My Kitchen Rules yeah. on Thursday. <laughs> Too much salt. That man's holding that cucumber like he really knows how to work the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, <laughs> privy, verily, and so he did say. If St. Paul was alive today, he would totally be Instagramming, Ugh, dinner, gruel again, uh, LOL. Uh, <laughs> you know, I Instagram, you know how people Instagram their food? Right. Yes. You know, they put a nice filter on it. Yes. I Instagram my food after I've eaten it. I love it when you do that. <laughs> I love that. I, I love go, the empty plates. Oh, my God, blueberry pancakes, delish, and then it's just a smear of red. <laughs> <laughs> One day I am going to, because it's like a thing I do all the time, one day I'm actually going to Instagram my dinner after I've delivered it. You. And I will warn you, Toby. Oh. <laughs> you. Have, oh. 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 Yeah. It took me a while to sort through you those, those euphemisms. totally texted me a photo of your poo. Yeah. Uh, yes, you have. Take my headphones been, off. My headphones are off. We have been out at a bar and you've gone and had a borry in the toilet. I'm not listening to this. sent me a photo. That was that of, night. No, remember that was that night that we drank. I, can I just say that we started talking about biblical verses <laughs> and now we're talking about you texting me a photo of your poo. Why, why, why are we talking? No one wants to hear this. No, remember that we had, remember when we used to have meeting? Remember <laughs> Yes. I'll try and do sober talking. We used to have production we meetings. We used to have production yes. meetings. Now we just turn up and get <laughs> drunk. We just turn and up and yeah. get drunk and see what happens. <laughs> but we, we had a production meeting at um, that tedious bar we used to go to because they did the gluten-free pizzas. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. had the... Oh, I remember that night. Street. And the cider turned on everyone. Pear cider. Yeah. The pear yeah. cider. The on-tap <laughs> pear cider made us all... Really, it was a ticking loose. time bomb. Yeah. Ticking yeah. time bomb. And I sent Scott a photo of the explosion. You sent him a photo, <laughs> and I went, yeah. "Are you experiencing this from the pear cider?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You, so you, when I say I sent him a photo just, of my poo, you, I sent him a photo of my poo practically smeared all you, up the wall because yeah. it came out at I, such I, a velocity. I, well, I looked at the photo, and when he said that Jackson Pollock, you put. <laughs> I just. I don't. You. Through through the air. This is why I didn't you send that send message it, from a mobile phone through the air. Yeah. The air that I breathe in yeah. common with you yeah. and every yeah. other person on this planet. Your poo was atomized into the air. No, my air poo wasn't. A photo into... of my poo was atomized. Wow, yeah. it's the same thing, Adam. It's not your the same. poo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. Well, I wish everyone uh, listening could actually see the look in Toby's eye because it's fucking, oh my god, it's terrifying. This oh is why god. I didn't send it to you, Toby. Because I am a good friend. And I'm meant to be happy about that. <laughs> I'm a good friend who knows. I should be happy with You what don't I've got. need to see what I use toilet paper for. <laughs> you, you people are the worst in the world. Right. Mm. You are less than I deserve, which is not something 
I often say. Wow. 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 Um, can I just say that we were talking we're about... We're never going to end this later, I know. Let's we? stop talking about poo. Um, biblical verses. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's, this is like something that I kind of want to get out there. I, I can't oh, remember. Before you talk about biblical verses, can we talk about, uh, just briefly, if you haven't seen it yet, jump on talkingpoofy.com.au and have a look at Scott's video. Well, oh, Jesus' video. Jesus' yeah. video. Jesus explaining the story of Sodom. Yes. <laughs> Priceless. Priceless. Rather spectacular. Uh, using toys. Uh, he's <laughs> he's, he's pretty good, yes. But there is a, there's a um, biblical verses. I'm, I'm, obs- no, I'm obsessed with re- religion uh, yes. and also obsessed with sort of the Bible um, on a purely kind of academic level. Right. But there is a verse, and I think it's in Timothy, first or second Timothy. I can't remember. Uh, but you know how the the story of Sodom is interpreted as a parable against bum sex, basically. Yeah. Um, there is a verse. Um, in Timothy, that is, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it's pretty close. In Timmy, Timmy. Um, <laughs> but it, the the start of the verse I didn't is Timothy was in the Bible. No, <laughs> but the start of the verse is, and this I say to you, the Lord God. So it actually makes it clear um, that it is God speaking in yes. this verse. The sin of Sodom is that she had plenty and did not share it with her sisters. Oh, so not copping it up the bum. No, it had nothing to do with copping it up the bum. So all this time we've been calling it sodomy and we should have been calling it Gomorrah. Yeah. <laughs> Gomorrah. But it's, it's amazing that, that you know, the story Gomorrah. of Sodom and Gomorrah has been claimed as an anti-gay thing, whereas there later in the Bible... There was a lot of up the bum. There was a lot of up the bum. But later in the Bible it is made explicitly clear what the sin of Sodom was and why it was destroyed, and that so, verse just gets... So there, when, there is so much, obviously. When you say she had place. plenty... You yeah. mean she had plenty big, of dicks in her ass? Yay! Big flaps. Yeah, and yeah. she was putting them up her, putting cocks up her I ass. I think instead. in the King That's James what, version, is, it, is the that verse what is? is she had plenty of vagina, but she kept copping it up the date. No, yeah, maybe wait, that was wait, it. Wait, wait for the it. King James version. Right, the King ahead. James version was um, she wouldn't root any other towns up the poo hole. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the King James version. You know, we I hate talking about this stuff, you know, with lay people and Toby. Because <laughs> Toby's not a lay person. He's mm. practically the new no. Pope. Totes. Um I think we should talk to someone who knows intimately what <gasps> yes. happens with you know with Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. yeah. Let's call Jesus. Let's call okay. Jesus. All right. Jesus, we are uh, talking about... Yes, talking out of your mouth with your gay mouth and faces with dicks in them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, Jesus, we're we're curious because recently you posted on our Facebook page and I didn't realise you had an account, but I I guess... I guess everyone's got an account now, right? Everyone's got an account on Facebook. Um, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. And Scott was just curious about um, uh, what actually happened. Like, was Sodom and Gomorrah really a case of, of like Toby, righteous condemnation? Toby, of... can you just let Scott ask the question? No, let me finish. All right, sorry. I, I feel strongly about this. <laughs> right, Scott? Yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> was Sodom and Gomorrah really a case of divine condemnation of... Homosexual relations, or was it actually was about, it about something else? Women who had giant vaginas but put it up their asses because it felt better. <laughs> Just it's tighter in, back there. What was Sodom and Gomorrah all about? It was about 
poo sex. It, would it was about yeah, poo sex. It was about poo sex. It was. Because, you know when, like, God, when my dad, he's yes. like, who's at the oh, door, yeah. Dad, go home. Dad, no, I'm on the phone, Dad. Dad, <laughs> I'm on the phone. <laughs> so he's just being omnipotent. Uh, but, <laughs> no, it's... It's about get out of my room. I don't care if you're everywhere. Get out. Get out. Um, no, it was about the Because when God made human beings, right? Yes. Uh, he made them in his image, okay? Right. Yes. But God doesn't have an anus. Oh. That's why he's so big. Because he just keeps... Filling up. Because none of the angels have genitalia, do they? None of no, his, like, they don't have nothing. None of his, you know, staff. No. Basically. No, they don't have nothing. They can't bump uglies because there's nothing ugly about them. They just let's intermingle their it. wings. Yeah, let's face it. Genitalia is kind of ugly. It, it, it yeah. is. I'm and exactly. bumholes is ugly. But that's why God is so big because he doesn't have an anus and he just keeps filling up and filling up and that's why the universe is expanding. And so... <laughs> Wow. He was jealous Are you saying because... your dad is full of shit? <laughs> Don't paraphrase. <laughs> no, that's why he was angry at the Sodom people because... Be- because they were having bum sex and he couldn't because he, he couldn't, doesn't have a bum. No, he couldn't do it. He could make a cucumber, but he couldn't give himself a bum. <laughs> oh. That's why. So he was like, no, no, one-way street, get, it's coming out. It's just going to come out and then you wipe it or use water if you're Asian because there's a bucket by the toilet. And then- okay, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why was he okay with humans doing poo but not o- like wh- why only one way is okay. Surely, if he doesn't have an anus, then he should be furious about any kind of anal activity. No, yeah. no, no. Poo is fine because poo is dirty and disgusting. And if you've ever actually read the Bible, you would realize that's good in God's eyes. Okay? Because <laughs> no, it's got to be bad and dirty. And right. one way street, it's just out, out, out. It's just out. No, but you don't put things in like your penis hole. And like it just, it's out. <laughs> well, For men, it's just out. It's just out, and the ladies little bit of in at the front, but not at the I, back. I had a friend who could put a whole pencil in his dick eye. Wow. I want to see a drawing by them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sodom and Gomorrah were having anal sex and God was jealous because he doesn't have an anus. That's exactly and right. And so he, he smote the town. Smote. Smote it. And he like, it was like tote smote. Sparing, <laughs> he tote smote. Yeah. Sparing only Lot and his family. Yeah. Because Lot had a pristine ring hole. Lot had never taken it up the pooper. He'd never taken it had up he, the pooper. Had pooper. he done a shit? Uh, no. Uh. He'd, he'd ne- so he was like the Virgin Mary. The Virgin Mary obviously had never had Congress. Yes, no. born and, with that original poo. And Lot, Lot was like a, a poo virgin. Poo virgin. <laughs> Lot, that's actually what Lot means in Aramaic, poo virgin. Poo virgin. <laughs> yes. Wow. That is what he did, yes. Okay, so yeah. Sodom was, a, was an evil town full of greed and other sins. Yeah. If they had, they had a lot of banks lending money all over. If yeah, they had committed all those lenders. sins yeah. and had never got a dick up them, would they still be here today? Hey, ask that question again, because I sorry, God was trying if, to get if him. God had, if if they'd done everything bad that they had done, they had a lot of sins. They had yeah. u- usury and greed and yeah. and terrible things. If they'd done all that, but not poo hole sex, yeah, would they still would they have got away with it? Was poo hole the only deal breaker? Yeah, pretty much. Poo hole is the big 
deal breaker. Listen, can I ask something else, Jesus? Where is Sodom? Like, where is it in the world? On the map. Um, Like, is it in Europe or what? uh, It's actually just outside of Geelong. (laughs) (laughs) It's witchy proof. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Ah! I thought it might be uh, Lara. (laughs) It's Anglesey. Yeah. Think about that no, before you got, go you know, It's got a lot, nice beach frontage and the, the property's very expensive there, but the smell is awful. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, it's making sense to me now. The salt. It's Hopper's Crossing. It's, yeah. yeah. The yeah. salt. Have you ever driven through Werribee? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, that I was have. a smell of Sodom. <laughs> Pretty much. Go on. I never knew that. So is that what happened? Like, did Noah's Ark wash up on the old side of Sodom. Is that what, what the Werribee Zoo is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you that, don't even know. No, I don't even know. These so so does that mean that. I can go to Werribee Zoo and bum off a lion? Yeah. Well, do you have to pay extra, but, that, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like a gold pass. <laughs> that would be quite good if you could go to the zoo and right. bum off the animals. All right, no, I don't want to bum off an animal. Bum, bumming off animals are, you may not lay, you shouldn't lay down with beasts. Isn't that one of your dad's rules? Yeah, no, whatever. Just yeah, bum but off. I think he was talking about fucking bush pigs, mate, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us neatly back to Geelong. Yes. Yes. Okay, so Sodom is about an hour out of Geelong. Where is Eden, the Garden of Eden? Where was that? I'm assuming that was in, like, Mesopotamia somewhere? Mm, Disneyland. 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 Disneyland is Eden. Anaheim, Disneyland, Florida, or... Tokyo. Tokyo. Tokyo, Disneyland was the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Okay, in that case, where... Was where's where's the Colossus of Rhodes? That's not in the Bible. It's it? in Rhodes. Uh, you fucking idiots! It's in Rhodes. That's why it's right. called the Colossus of Rhodes? Where's Rhodes? If it was you in Sydney, it would be called the yes, Colossus no, no, of Sydney. Let me clear this up, fellas. I got two words for the Colossus of Rhodes: Gina yeah. Reinhardt. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that woman? Oh my yeah. god! When she walks into a room, all you can hear is bomb, bomb. With every step. She's like, oh, it's like kind of Gilbert Grape's mum ate Jabba the Hutt. It's just, she's, oh my God, she's enormous. I she get would, it. I she get would it. be chafing a lot. I get it. Oh, dog, look, we could power Australia from just her thighs. <laughs> I get it. She's rich and fat. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what other biblical locations are there? The, um, um, the Hanging Gardens. Babylon. Uh, Babylon. Uh, they're at um, Southland. <laughs> It's actually the food court. <laughs> Dad, leave me alone. No, I don't care if dinner's ready. <laughs> I don't want no manna again. God. <laughs> oh, <my> leftovers. <laughs> Dad, no. <laughs> manna and beans again. Oh, I'm so oh, sick of we it. Should, we should let you get back to dinner then. Yeah, yeah, better go because Dad's right. getting a bit pissed off and, you know... If he gets pissed off, then he causes earthquakes because of the gays. Oh, thanks, yeah. Jesus. Thanks, thanks, Jesus. Okay, bye, the homosexuals. Bye, Jesus. <laughs> Australia is home to over 20 million people, literally some of whom are poofs. Poofs are a natural part of modern life, but like firearms, if mishandled, can cause irreparable damage and steal your good champagne. This summer, stop, think, be poof aware. Scenario. Key words can trigger long and stomach-churning stories from your poof. Well, uh, we've got a great dinner planned. We've got some little boys, followed by Cocker Van, uh, finished up with some <gasps> sticky date pudding. Oh, stop! Stop! What are you doing? 
You're right, Toby. That menu wasn't all appropriate. I need to be... Puffaware. Uh, all right, so we've got uh, clams for oh. entree, fish burger for main, and some melons for dessert. That's much better, Scott. If you do do the wrong thing and find yourself in the middle of an off-colour anecdote, there are strategies you can take to get yourself out of trouble. So I was in the sling, right, and his grace was like four, maybe five fingers in. And you know that thing my dick does? I had end? sex with a vagina! <laughs> Think, be poof aware. Be poof aware. Leave early or stay in exfoliate. It's time once again to dip into the poof through with Mother Horan. Uh, it's just got nigh again because know it all Toby has been banished. Yep. <laughs> He's actually, we've got gaffer tape over his mouth <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> the other thing is, it actually gets him in character for Grunty to not yeah. be able to talk. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for us this week? Well, um, I love obituaries because mm. um, it means someone's died. Is it, well, also you they're, evil bust. They're so beautifully written. My oh. father, my father was a small town businessman, and of course, when you live in a small town, you always read the deaths columns. Yes, and I grew up with you know, oh, Andrea, so and so's died. They were a custer. Mm. Oh, right. So I love the obituaries. And I, I read was, a really good one the other day by Alan Parker, the who made a Vita, right, um, and the commitments and things like because his editor, his longtime editor. Had had passed away, oh. and who refused to get on board with digital editing and just went, "Now nah, I'm, I'm giving it away," and retired about fifteen <laughs> right. years ago, and then just carked it recently. And it was, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like a world-renowned director has written this obituary. Yeah, wow, it was awesome. He Good made obituary fame. writing. He made all my favorite. <laughs> oh my god, fame and Evita. So, oh, mama. Did he make glitter? I no. no, I think no. he made jiggly. Uh, you know, no, do you know the guy who directed Glitter was? Um, an actor from Chicago Hope. It was, oh. <laughs> it was his first director. Oh, really? And his last. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Having a Powerful Boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was reading the obituaries, and this one came up, and quite an extraordinary thing. Um, New York Times, if you love obituaries, great obituary writing. Mm-hmm. Um, Janine Manford died uh, earlier this year, and she was 92. And she was the uh, founder of PFLAG, the parents oh, of lesbian wow. and gays and everything. Yeah, well, we right. saw a lot of them at the Pride March. We did. And earlier I, this year. And look, I've always been a little bit squeamish about um, uh, gay parenting groups, and this is my well, own problem. Right. You know, because, well, mothers, it's, mothers it's in rainbow... Fest. Yeah, rainbow... Yes. Mothers in rainbow waistcoats being yeah. over-supportive, just as always, and this is on my problem, uh, but... I read this um, uh, uh, article and I thought, this one was extraordinary. Basically, Janine Manford was just a very normal mum right. from uh, Flushing in Queens. And, oh, where uh, the nanny's from. Oh, from yes. the nanny's. So the flashy girl from Flushing. <laughs> <laughs> so this she's is just... like a kind of world tour of camp. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything crap <laughs> ever happened. But Janine Manford was just a very normal mum. Her... Um, Son was beaten up in 1972, April 1972 Aww. in a very, very early Pride March. Well, I didn't do it because I was only one year old. Yeah, I was, a, I was a month old, so I don't think I did it. Yeah, yeah. You say that. Yeah. Um, and I was anyway. a very homophobic baby. <laughs> But anyway, this guy, her, her boy was... Yeah, police uh, described the perpetrator as wearing a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> and 400 kilos. <laughs> there anyway, could be anyone in the Pride <laughs> Um So anyway, her son was um, beaten up and um, 
uh, the next couple of days, by, partly by the police, mm-hmm. and next couple of days, she was probably the first gay parent to write to a major newspaper and say, and the great line from, it's the, from the letters to the editor of the New York Post in April 29, 1972, I have a homosexual son and I love him. Aww. And this was Aww. never heard before. No. Yeah, right. And so, and there was quite... Uh, an outpouring of great sort of, you know, reaction to this letter. And she is, she was a real kind of very average housewife from the, from the suburbs. And she said, damn it, this is just silly. Because before her, surely it was, I have a homosexual son and I need to scrub the shame out <laughs> with, <laughs> yes. with an iron brush. And I've just had him committed, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So this was quite an extraordinary thing. And then later that year... Uh, I think it's later that year in June, there was another Pride March and she is probably the first parent to paint a sign and march with her son. And there's a photo. Was it a sign for One Direction? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It was a sign. It just said fag with an arrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with homo. There's this great photo um, that you can find. Um, in fact, we, you should put it up. It's just a really ordinary woman work at walking with her very ordinary son. And mm-hmm. um, and it basically, it was the first time that this, once again, that mm. a parent had really said, oh, look, I'm marching with my gay son. And she then started PFLAG and then went on to become this huge organisation everywhere. There's 350 chapters in America yeah, at the moment. Yeah, it's just everywhere, yeah. Um, but... Um, the the uh, a lot of the the interviews and the articles about uh, this woman, you just get um, how pragmatic she was about this. Mm. How this just wasn't right, and she basically the early wor- thing of P flag is basically very similar to the Women's Institute kind of practical mums mm-hmm. getting together and N- knitting na- frangers. <laughs> <laughs> knitting frangers. Come on, working bee ladies. Come on, ladies. Get We're crochet crocheting a sling for, <laughs> for Andrew. He's broke last Thursday. Yes. yes. Those chains just weren't holding him up, but we know that yes. crochet can do any. Yes. We're going to macrame a swing for it. <laughs> but when she, she did a, she didn't do many interviews because she was a bit publicity shy, mm. but in 1996 they interviewed her and they talked about um, her marching in 1972 for the first time and she said, and I love this quote, young people were hugging me, kissing me, screaming and asking if I could talk to their parents as few of them were out to their parents for fear of rejection. And basically um, she then opened her house to a lot of gays and lesbians in the early uh, 70s and uh, it's worth having a look at the gay press because there's a lot of old homos and lesbians saying, oh, I went to Janine Manford and apparently she made a really good sandwich. <laughs> so anyway, Janine She probably Manford, made a cucumber sandwich. <laughs> oh. I won't bother peeling it and slicing it, just insert it yes. as it is. <laughs> oh, forget the bread, it's just dark. <laughs> Bring your own cream cheese, boy. <laughs> so Janine Manford died earlier this year, 1992, Good on you, love. Good oh, on was you, she love. was the, the dreadful, annoying character that Sharon Gless used to play in Queer as Fuck. I was just <laughs> thinking about that, yes. Speaking no. of rainbow vests. <laughs> oh, God. She's too much, oh. that character. That makes you go, oh, I hope my mother is never that supportive. Yeah. 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 It, it does. It, feel, it fills me with dread. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like someone's over-supportive parents. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. imagine going home with someone and... They still live at home, and mum's like, no, 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 
everything's fine. We love yes. the gays here. Yes. We love it. Come in. Oh, oh shouldn't yes. have said that out loud. Oh. Help Let's... yourself to Amel in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> that terrifies me. Oh, yes. Am, maybe are, that's just because I'm old. And we are the, so my, Gen X. And the people I meet, their mothers would be 80. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. See, I have a kind of a, a supportive mother, but also a mother who's terrified of sex. But so, yeah. Your mother's only supportive because she didn't have any girls and you were as close as I she was, got. Yeah. And yeah. she would make you do craft. Do your do your other brothers do sewing? No. No. Do they have spotlight no, cards? No, they don't. <laughs> well, I don't know. They might You're be closet daughter She always <laughs> wanted. Do you have a spotlight card? I do have a spotlight card. <laughs> It's my favourite trick. Every time we, you know, we like if we go out to a bar or something, I always get my spotlight card out and go, oh, this is on me, fellas. Uh, <laughs> he also uses it to chop up lines in the toilet. Yeah. It's <laughs> His spotlight card can't go to America. <laughs> never get, it would never get through customs. There's only two thirds of it left. It's just kind of dissolving at one end. <laughs> oh, it's like Daniela Westerbrook's septum. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the first time that anyone has actually likened her septum to a spotlight card. I'm glad to have you, have you been watching My Kitchen Rules? No. There are these two bitches on there from Western Australia, a mother and daughter. Right. And they always turn up in the same fabrics, but oh. different dresses. Oh. And it's like, oh... They've obviously argued over the butterick pattern. Pat- <laughs> they've, they've agreed on the on the fabric, but the butterick pattern is a very different thing, oh, and they have to wear two different dresses, but the same fabric because right. their mother and daughter they both do beauty quests. Oh God! Oh, I hate them already. Yeah, oh, but they do beauty quests in WA, so you know, <laughs> slim pickings. Yeah, <laughs> they both look like the back end of a bus. Yeah, <laughs> they're competing against Gina Reinhardt. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy. <laughs> Gina Reinhardt, who looks like the trash heap from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Surely she's more Sigmund the Sea Monster. <laughs> I would have. I used to love Sigmund the Sea Monster oh, with his yeah. one big tooth. <laughs> How do you chew with that one big tooth? Can I open a can? <laughs> Thank you, Mother Horan. Thank you, Mother Horan. Looks like the trash heap. <laughs> the Oracle. She really the Oracle. Does. She Remember really the trash heap was the Oracle. Oh, oh god. Oh. 
certain Marty Croft stuff. That that oh, fucking that, that, that is one of the that's one of the great things about having YouTube on the television oh. is that you can get a bit pissed and go into a YouTube certain Marty Croft spiral. <laughs> yeah, because right. I'm the I'm older than you. The Bugaloos was mine. Right. And yeah, my friend Jennifer H. was H. obsessed Puffin with the Bugaloos. Uh, yeah, HR Puffin stuff was that was that the was weird freaky. thing was they weren't off their faces in yeah. Marty Croft. Yeah, yeah. They were just oh. tapping into what the kids were into. Well, this Which is the same thing about um uh um magic roundabout. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, which was very very odd. Very peculiar. Well, that yeah. was Emma Thompson's dad. Dad, yes. oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to. What he used to do apparently was he'd get the 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 reels of film sent over from France because it was a French show, but no one provided him with a translation. <laughs> So oh. he would run them in his bedroom and just write down what he thought they might be saying. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then go into the studio and record it. <laughs> so it That's often awesome. had oh, no so relation much. to what was in the... It was just like, well, maybe this is what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> wow, like the Red Bull ads. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he had no... Like, he didn't that. speak French and, he didn't, and no one had done a translation for him. God. So he was just like... Whatever. Whatever. That would be fun. She's quite interesting on um, early uh, TV. Because she, uh, I read a thing years ago about the singing ring tree, which was was my nickname in high school. (laughs) (laughs) The singing ring tree. Which, if you can can find it, is one of the most extraordinary things. It's an East German film made in the mid-50s. Oh, my God. And it's the most lurid kind of creepy German fairy tale. People getting turned into bears and princesses slowly turning to stone. It's really grim. Then Britain, her father probably brought it across, chopped it up into three bits and redubbed it. Yeah. And British people between about 45 and 55... If you say singing ring tree, they go, oh. Oh, <laughs> that kind wow. of, oh my God, that traumatized me as a child. <laughs> the singing ring tree. The singing ring tree. If you could have a look at it, it's because re- it's real East Ger- It's Like it's proper expressionism. Like, but it's weird. really super saturated color. Oh. And evil dwarves. Oh, God. I remember right. being terrified of me and my friend Troy managed to track it down on DVD once of a show called Children of the Stone. Oh yes, which was like yeah, a seventies yeah, yeah. thing with um, the oh. dude that was Blake from Blake Seven. Yeah, and it's the creepiest thing you've ever seen, and it's for children. Oh. It's a show for children. Yeah, and it, I remember being terrified of it as a little kid, like having nightmares and not being able to watch it. And I was wow. talking to my friend Troy about it, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I found it on DVD. Let's watch it." And we sat and watched it as adults, and I went, "Yeah, it's not better. Right, it's still creepy. <laughs> I have not like just yeah. just because they're shitty special effects has not made it not creepy. Yeah, like it's." Devastating. What was going on in the seventies? Honestly, there was also to. Um, I got into a couple of uh, Facebook conversations with because in New Zealand we got all of that British stuff yeah, was yeah. just looped because we didn't yeah. make anything. We didn't <laughs> anything. Yeah, and I think that there was a kind of a aid thing with the BBC and the NZBC going on. <laughs> but the um, uh, what was the other one? Time slip, and oh, times. Uh, there was another one called. The children of the night, or the about this girl who would fall asleep. She'd draw in her book, and she'd fall asleep, and then she'd dream what she'd drawn. Ooh. And there were these rocks that moved, and this lighthouse. Oh, fucking! It was Freudian Wonderland, right? And um, that was just terrifying. 
Have but you? All of the stuff is now going, people are putting up onto YouTube now. Mm. And you can see everyone is about my age or my sister's age and just thousands of comments going, holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? I didn't realise they'd made a new version of this, but I used to be obsessed with a New Zealand kids show called Under the Mountain. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was, yeah, and that was our kind of, because that was really fucking good. Because it was the about, original is it was about some like really ginger kids. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Called Fatty and George. <laughs> right. And and like all these like monsters like aliens were out to get them, and but then they they've made a a, a movie of it with Sam Neill recently. Yeah, and it's oh, shit. is and, it awful? And everyone my age is kind of going, no, we won't watch it. Well, the kids oh. weren't ginger enough for a start because they were deeply ginger. They yeah, looked yeah. like actual cans of Fanta, yeah. right? They, <laughs> like oh. with legs. And, <laughs> well, but you don't want that in high def though no. these days. You don't, that's probably why they weren't that ginger. You're burning my retina. Oh, God. (laughs) But the guy who did special effects did Doctor Who. Like, early um, Pertwee. To, um, Doctor Who. Right. And so everything's made out of cellophane and just covered with Vaseline. Yeah. And so... Um, and Once so again, my nickname in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's all... Oh, it's brilliant. Wow. wow. Well, you know one of the guys that was that did the costumes for Doctor Who, James Atchison, when I think he worked on the Tom Baker ones, yeah. is now like a big dude in Hollywood. He designed the Spider-Man costume that Tobey <gasps> Maguire wears. Wow. Like, he's like a big... You know, Hollywood costume designer. Wow. And started out, like, by making people out of egg cartons. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who. I bet he's only just put Doctor Who back on his CV. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's cool enough. Yeah, okay, I know. See, I, I thought it would always be good to be like, oh, you did that with a budget of what? Yeah. <laughs> yes.